there's level to the game. We got people who like Kerry Washington, Tony Goldwyn, Patrick Dempsey, Julia Roberts, who are just on a whole different level. The Megan Goods. Put, put Megan Good is she A-list? Ooh. Don't, no, don't no, do no, no. <laughs> okay, but anyway. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yours Truly Black Coffee. Before we begin today, please smash that like button, comment, share, as well as subscribe. And tell us how we're doing. Um, we are in the middle of season two, and we'd love to hear what your critiques are, what things you would like to hear as we continue this road of Black Coffee. Well, as always, I'm here with Sister Crenshaw, the village queen. What's up, Jane? How you doing? You gotta stop. You gotta stop. But how you doing? <laughs> Good, JT. I'm trying to do my best to enjoy this hot summer out here in the Bay Area. It's, it's undoable right now. It's like 95 to almost to hit 100 by the end of the day. Wait, 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 wait. 95 in the Bay? Yes. Ooh. Yes. And y'all, if y'all don't know, the Bay is usually much cooler than like inland. Really? No. Yeah. Well, maybe not your part of the Bay because you, yeah. you're you're in. Well, I want to give y'all. Yeah, oh. Beep beep. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put. <laughs> you know, we're gonna put a beep there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unless you want you want some some. No, no. Nah, nah. nah. No. You can beep it. Uh, 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 it's a it's a crazy world, but um. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's hot. It's just hot in general. Uh, <laughs> it's 96 right now. And you know what? It is 106 here in Sacramento. So I get your pain. Mind you, if you was in Bakersfield, it's 115. What? Oh, I know Ebony and them suffering. Mm. I know Ebony and Gary, we're going to say a little prayer for you. Yeah. Y'all ain't heat all town. <laughs> and your cats and the bearded dragon. And the snake and the turtle. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> they got okay. the whole jungle. I love y'all. That's my family right there. But yeah, go ahead. I can finally say this because I told myself I didn't want to talk myself out of it. I am running the San Francisco Marathon this coming week. I'm excited to accomplish this goal I put on myself. And yeah, I'm just, just happy. And it's giving me an opportunity to tour San Francisco by running. So you see well, me congratulations, and puffing and past that bridge. Yeah. Congratulations, Jane. Um, I'm excited for you. I know you've been putting months and months of hard work. You've been risking your knees and everything to run this marathon. So I know you're going to do well. Um, and yeah, we can't wait to see what the results are. Well, we got some cray cray mess for y'all today to learn from to discuss if y'all don't know by now and y'all probably know by now there are some strikes currently going on in hollywood and so we're not going to get any new tv shows any new hmm. movie for a very long time reality tv 
is i mean if y'all into that um <laughs> is going to be i guess the placeholder because actors as well as screenwriters they are fighting for better pay and are striking until they get what they're putting out there in terms of the actors the 160,000 member screen actors guild union or sag aftra they went on strike last friday and this is their first strike since 1980 and then in terms of the screenwriters union this is 11,000 member union strong they went on strike at the beginning of june and this is their first strike since 2007 2008 and so they are striking simultaneously together and this is their first dual strike in hollywood since 1960. some people are asking okay don't actors make a lot of money don't you know like, what is this whole thing about well y'all wrong <laughs> <laughs> the average pay for let's say actors here in california for example is just 28 dollars per hour and that's not including taxes and commission that they have to pay as well as transportation fees or additional fees that's not covered by whatever studio they're working for. And so, Jane, I know you got a lot to say about this. There's a lot going on. Give us some details and what are your thoughts on what the main points they're striking for? The main point they, they are marching for is basically they want health insurance and livable wage. If you're not making a certain amount of money, you will lose your insurance. And most of these people have family they gotta take care of. So they just want piece of the pie these networks are making, billions and billions of dollars. Now you got streaming services. So a show, you probably get one-time payment and that's just it. But streaming, you can watch these shows millions and millions of times until your heart goes, you know, ding. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's the truth. <laughs> You can watch these shows a million, million times. I mean, hey, you can watch these shows many, many times. But the actors are like, okay, we want, we want piece of the pie. So let's go and renegotiate our contracts so we can get some better insurance and better, better wages. Another thing, two points. Uh, do you know who Amanda Steele is? She was on the mm. HBO show Insecure. Mm. She said she didn't start making real money until that show. So that show really blessed her. And she's been around for a long time. Yeah. Another one, Leslie Jones. Well, no comedian. Um, most people probably know her from the, uh, the remake of Ghostbusters or mm. SNL, Saturday Night Live. SNL. Yeah, yeah. She did not make, she didn't start making real money to the age of 45. She's like wow. real money wow. to the point that she misses, if she goes a year without working, she's good. She's good. Mm. And she's saying that not everybody in Hollywood is making that type of money. So she's also on the front lines marching with her colleagues requesting better pay for everybody. Obviously, yeah, there's level to the game. We got people who like Kerry Washington, Tony Goldwyn, Patrick Dempsey, Julia Roberts, who are just on a whole different level. The Megan Goods. Put, put Megan Goods is she A-list? Ooh. Don't, no, don't no, do no, Megan no, like that. <laughs> okay, but anyways. Okay, you're going off trail. Anyways, yeah. not everyone is lucky to be on that, on that level. So, again, another one. People assume that you hear Hollywood, it, it, it means rich. No, it's not 
they're not rich. So it's not the rich complaining. It's people just like me and you, so happy to be actors and actresses who just want livable wages. And I think that's fair. And these greedy corporations are not like budging. So like you said, we're going to be here for a long haul. So get ready for the Zeus Networks to take Ooh. over with the, the reality shows. Ooh. And um, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Ain't nobody want to see Jocelyn and them. Um, uh, <laughs> but you know what? Pleasure, That's so. probably, they're the ones who are going to be entertaining folks for a while because, uh, I mean, Jane, you made some very good points. I do want to, because um, you mentioned health insurance, right? Mm -hmm. And in order to qualify for health insurance, actors have to make, at least for union-sponsored health insurance, actors have to make, I think, just over 26000 dollars per year and on paper people will say i mean don't actors make more than that only 13 percent actually qualify for insurance and make over that income level so that tells you that many of these people who we see on hulu on netflix on whatever tv show and series whether they're supporting actors and actresses um writers or maybe the you know b c and d list actors they're not making the money to be able to keep roofs over their heads. And you mentioned residuals, Jane. Whether it's TV acting, whether it's movies, acting is a very unpredictable job career. So you might be employed for four, five, six months while, you know, shooting is occurring, you know, while they're uh, shooting scenes. But outside of that, you're relying on the residuals from your past jobs to keep you afloat until you get the next gig and for mm -hmm. those of y'all who don't know what residuals are they're basically like royalty payments so think of like how in the music industry singers get paid royalties based upon a song being replayed over and over well same thing here actors and and other folks involved in the show they get royalty payments based upon how often that show is replayed but the residuals model has changed because, okay, let's go back before Netflix and Hulu became popular, became a thing, when people were still watching cable TV, it was easy to calculate what the residuals would look like because they could say, okay, 7.30 p.m., Everybody Hates Chris is coming on. 1.5 million American households watched it at that time. So they could pay the actors on that show based upon the solid number of people who watched the show at that slot. Mm -hmm. Now, with streaming services, it's not as easy to calculate because, I mean, somebody might watch a show for a couple minutes and then, you know, depending on which package you bought um, in terms of Hulu or Netflix, you might not have advertisements. And, you know, there's more details and more murkiness, basically, with streaming services. Let's take Kim Glenn from mm -hmm. orange the new black she went on tiktok the other day and showed that her residual check was 27 dollars and 30 cents out of how many episodes from 44 episodes 44 she was on 44 episodes some of which she had to do nude scenes but yet her residual her royalty payment was 27 dollars we're talking about an industry where ceos executive producers, big time studios. We see the budgets for these movies. They're pulling in millions of dollars per year. Yet the very people who make that art are not getting paid fairly. 
the very people who are writing these scripts who because people think it's just you know you write the script and that's it you know you give it to the actor no these writers actually have to work with the actors it's almost like a an interpretation relationship because the actor is interpreting what that writer is conveying mm -hmm. and then if it doesn't work for the actor they have to go back and forth to make sure that oh hey this works for me this is what i'm going to convey to you know to our, our audience right and they're not getting paid livable wages i myself i gotta say i was shocked to learn that they made less than 28 per hour and that's not year round i thought it was a little bit more than that but yeah you know who's you know who's not gonna be affected? Ooh, who? Tell us. Tyler Perry. He writes and produces on show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. the only one like, he's like, I still won't get back to work. But then again, he, no, because some of them are part of the SAG union, so mm. no, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be on the lines. He don't need to, but just to support his um his little folks, he might be there. Well, you know, as much money he make, he he need to get them people better uh, haircuts and, and wigs and, and costumes. Cause, but, you know, we actually talked about Tyler Perry before, I believe, on, on a few episodes in terms of he does all the writing, all the production, and most of the behind-the-scenes tasks by himself. You know, he doesn't wonder have why his shows are not so good. But, yeah, you see how it affects the quality. But I know that, that's, a, that's a different topic mm -hmm. here. Guess who's disappointed? Obviously, it's going to be some billionaire who's upset that these people got the nerve to march. Who is it? Ooh, Bob Iger, who is the CEO of Disney, who, by the way, makes $27 million. He said that these writers and actors are being unrealistic and says that this ain't the right time to strike. But honestly, when is the right time? I mean, the purpose of a strike is to what? Disrupt. Mm -hmm. Is to pause. Is to bring change. And so for you to say this is not the right time when it's not only the pay that's an issue, AI. Yes. That's another Automated thing. Automated intelligence. Go ahead. What do you think? These networks want to give these actors one time payment to use their likeness mm. as AI. And that's. That's ridiculous because who's going to sell their stuff off like that? A one time payment when you could use my likeness and my voice to come up with some crazy story without my, my permission. But you already sold yourself off for like chump change to them. Yeah, that's another, that's another aspect. And a lot of actors are in, actresses are saying, no, we want some of that money. Why you get to have all of it? You know, Jane, that's real scary to see that studios are considering a one-time payment for these actors when it comes to using their likeness through ai um <clears throat> now y'all i don't want y'all to think that ai is some type of new technology in no, hollywood. It's not new. they've been using it in hollywood productions for years to de-age actors and actresses to make cartoon heroes look real um and to just reduce the editing process and not having to reshoot certain scenes however now because ai has progressed to a point where i mean we've seen <laughs> we've seen some of these ai photos where you're able to like put somebody in a suit and it looks so real or you're able to put somebody's mm -hmm. head on another body and it looks like this person looks like so ai has come 
to a point where now they're considering to replace background actors, extras, the very people who want to get their careers started in Hollywood and start off as Hollywood extras. They're going to be replaced. This is a threat to art. And honestly, I would say besides pay, AI is probably a little bit more contentious when it comes to the strike argument because this is this would definitely affect everything else mm -hmm. including pay even um, with the writing if the if they don't get agreement with the writers you can just tell ai how you want your story to go right right and i don't know if you remember um was it a few months back now i'm not on tiktok i know we have a tiktok for black coffee but i'm not on tiktok but i do remember there was like a tom cruise ai that was floating around a few months back where it wasn't like he didn't act in it but they were able to recreate tom cruise and he it looked so realistic matter of fact i'll probably post a picture um on this episode so mm -hmm. you guys can see this is what studios are doing because what it does for them is they can keep millions in their pockets and not have to pay the very people who interpret their art ai is going to kill the arts it is mm -hmm. so we got to find a way to go against ai and just stay with true to the arts and having the people show emotion that's some robot and jane this is why all, i've been saying this for a long time congress or in this case these production studios when they come to an agreement they need to make a policy that says AI can be used to enhance a performance, to edit, to, you know, perfect certain scenes, but to replace actors, no. And even besides Hollywood, right, this conversation about the expansion of AI, this is nothing new because we've been talking about how, yes, on one end, automated intelligence makes life more convenient. Chat, GBT. You know, mm -hmm. you're able to use other softwares to make things, you know, make life a little bit easier. However, unregulated AI, I believe there's more cons because now we're talking about massive job loss. Look at what they're fighting for in Hollywood now. And even besides that, Walmart, right? You know, you go to any Walmart in this country and there's only going to be what two or three cashier lines open everything is self-checkout that's why when walmart was complaining that they stores. were well all stores now even mm -hmm. target and that's why when they complain about people stealing i'm like well you invest in self-checkout so people are going to do a self-discount <laughs> no. <laughs> not for real but it's true because they're so greedy they don't want to pay let's say the local college kid who needs that job to pay for college, needs that cashier job to pay for college, or the single mother who needs that part-time cashier job to pay for living expenses for her kids. They don't care about that. What else? It limits uh, human contact and socialization. So mm -hmm. if AI makes its way, well, I mean, makes a deeper path in Hollywood, the natural socialization process that you see between actors, that's going to diminish. Besides cybercrime, Look at the tech world. See Not even just, I mean, even besides the tech world, Jane, the music industry. You see all them fake songs they put Drake's voice on? Mm -hmm. They actually had a track with Frank Sinatra singing Nicki Minaj. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. I kid you not. I kid you <laughs> not. And it sounds funny to us, but what does that do to 
real artists. It takes away from their profit. It takes away from their art. And so you know it's a huge problem when uh, your cousin, well, when your friends and them, Elon Musk. Not my cousin. And, and, well, I mean, ain't he African? He, I mean, he's African. He was, okay, anyways. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but no, honestly, it, it, it's a problem when Elon Musk and Steve Wozniak and all these other guys, even they are coming out and saying, okay, we need strict regulation of AI. It's gone way too far unregulated. Yeah, when the greedy is complaining, you know, it's something serious. Mm-hmm. It, it's, but you know what? Honestly, whether it's Hollywood, whether it's tech, whether it's, you know, in commercial stores and whatnot, this is the greed of capitalism. And I really do feel bad for these Hollywood actors and actresses because many of them, this is their life passion. This is their life work. You know, I'm a musician, so I, I totally understand protecting your art and wanting to get, I mean, I'm not a professional musician, but if mm -hmm. I were, to get paid fairly for it. And the fact that these studios and big time million dollar CEOs and executive producers, y'all talking about this is not the right time to strike. And this is, this is, it's again, it ties back to unregulated capitalism and out of tune greed. I agree. Well, let's um, buck up for a reality show series because that's all we're going to get. Or just going to be watching massive reruns. I'm going to check out Insecure again. Well, you know, Insecure was pretty good. I think Insecure got a little insecure at the end. Oh, yeah. um, Come on, Molly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean the writing, it, it seemed like it, it went like really, really? In my opinion, yeah. Well, we're going to talk more okay. offline. We're going to talk more offline. But I, no, I mean, no, look at that last season, especially the second half of it. It just felt very rushed. I don't know if they were just trying to get through it or the writing was just... I, as much as I think the show is a well was a great concept, it did seem a little rushed at the end. I disagree. I think we got everyone got their conclusion mm -hmm. respectfully. Yeah, I think everything was good. Issa, the only character I could not stand was Molly. I feel like everybody have a Molly in a friend group. A hater. Mm -hmm. a I mean, hater. isn't she your fellow Nigerian? Well, I said Molly is a character. Not the real person. The person who play her, Yvonne, she's, she's okay. I'm okay, talking about Molly. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Not too much on her. But anyways, <laughs> let's get hey, sued up for your... What? what? Oh, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to rewatch my Snowfall. I love my You know, Snowfall. I never really got into that show. Real? And you from LA. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that should be... Honestly, I got to give it to the the production staff at snowfall and honestly john singleton god rest his soul snowfall was or is an awesome show it it really talks about the crack epidemic of the 80s and how the u.s government participated in it but the acting the writing and just if you're from la or you've been to la it really like conveys 80s la culture so well and so while y'all watching Tubi um, and, and Zeus, I will be watching um, Snowfall, maybe How to Get Away with Murder, Queen Ooh. of the South. Yeah. Viola Davis, that's her Oscar winning snot tears. Yes. 
Let's get get it for Auntie. Yes, <laughs> you gonna have a time in life watching that show. I'm gonna rewatch. Okay, pre gonna kill me. I don't care. I'm gonna rewatch Scandal again. Scandal in Grey's Anatomy. That's your show, <laughs> y'all. If y'all don't know, Jane Scandal. Okay, Scandal and um Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. That's your yeah. show. She reps yeah. hard for that, y'all. It does something uh, about Shonda and her writing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a fan girl. I'm fanning right now, but she 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 doing her thing. She doing her thing. But besides that, I'm a, I'm gonna partake into um finished bear it's a new show on hulu mm. and it's another show. about uh it's a guy who's a chef he comes back to chicago family restaurant is run down and he's trying to revamp mm. it to make it like a well-known restaurant in chicago okay but, okay but it's very good very good and then it's a, a good show to um binge watch in the, in the meantime well that's all that we have for y'all today we hope that y'all enjoyed this episode let us know what you think about this top or these topics that we presented to y'all i know some a little controversial but jane go ahead and take it away health is wealth don't be Mm. surprised to be your own people dream big and this is black coffee everyone this is black coffee we love you and we'll see you next time Next time, everyone. Bye. Oh, baby, so please help me. Make it no give me better.